This is Gilbert Gottfried, and I'm here with my co-host, Frank Santo Padre, and this is Gilbert and Frank's Amazing Colossal Obsessions. And uh, our uh, sometimes guest, uh, Ray Bone. He's not a guest was, at this point. Yeah, was, was uh, beaten to death with a blunt object. <laughs> Last night. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the Munchausen's was going to take oh, him down. Yeah. <laughs> you just never know. Well, it's, it's a blessing. Because what the <laughs> yeah, right. Munchausen was doing what, there. What kind of blunt object was it? Was, he, was it a, a leftover shillelagh from St. Patrick's? <laughs> what happened to him? <laughs> Hi, Paulie. Hey, Frank. How hey, are Gilbert. you? Gil, I'm good. Gil, I'm... I saw you last night on HQ Trivia. Wanna, oh, wanna, that's right. Want to mention that? Yeah. Did you have the, a good time? Yeah, with Scott... Uh, Rogowski. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because they were doing... Um, uh, bah, 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 I should know this. Disney. Disney villains. Villain uh, yeah. trivia. Of which you are one. Disney villains. Yes. Uh, I also wanted to mention that we just had Bill Marks in here. That so we're was, all we're all a he, buzz. He Harpo was terrific. Son. Yeah. Lennon's son? No. Huh? Lennon's son? No, Lennon's son? <laughs> Harpo's son. Oh, I got you. You're doing a Lennon Marks. <laughs> <laughs> Our energy level is through the floor yeah. here. <laughs> Maybe it's best that he was beaten. Yeah. <laughs> we had a fun last time. We uh, had a fun last we had a, night. We had a lot of fun, boss. We did, uh, we did Death Songs of the 1970s, which was uh, inspired... Uh, by uh, <laughs> it all traces back to Casey Kasem's meltdown. Oh yes, and the song Shannon, which we talked Fucking about last ponderous. week. Fucking ponderous. Fucking ponderous. <laughs> get, get down on the phone. The song about the uh, the dead dog, Henry Gross's dead dog, and and it just we got to thinking. There's a lot of songs about death in the 1970s. We did uh, Honey, Bobby Goldsboro, though right. that one is from the right. 60s. What else did we do? Run, Joey, Run. Gilbert was introduced to Blind Man in the Bleachers, Excellent. which made him very happy. Excellent. <laughs> and Seasons in the Sun. Which Terry was uh, a favorite song of a serial killer. Very good. There you go. Yes. We found even more death songs Ooh, from the excellent. 1970s <laughs> and a couple left over from the 60s. So Frank has them queued up. Paul, he did a little research, and we'll try to stump Gilbert, but it won't be easy. So here we go. Thank you, Frank. This sounds like the night Chicago died. Well, the, it is the night Chicago died. <laughs> very good. That song in one drum. You did it very well. We did this at the uh, we did this at the One Hit Wonder show down oh, at McGinty's place. Right. Yeah, we were doing 1974. Which I, which I I think Frank lost all the tapes I don't, to. This. I don't believe it was Frank. <laughs> that was the night the podcast died. <laughs> in the heat of a summer night, in the land. I have fond memories of this song. I was 13 years old. Well, this was obviously uh, St. Valentine's Day. Well, that's what they say. Not quite. No? But it's, it's, uh, there's a lot of death in this song. There's a line, comes much later in the song, actually, but there's a line saying about 100 cops are dead. So I thought we'd start with mass oh, killing mass, right. and work our way down. Down to a single But uh, if we side. do this right, we'll have a whole new generation of, of serial killers. We're hoping. Yes. We're hoping so. <laughs> Gilbert, you are correct. I am incorrect. It was indeed inspired by the real-life uh, St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Now, Although that involves Capone's killing only seven 
of Bugs Moran's gang members and had nothing to do with the police. Now, what ah, what this I, is a what mass I, shooting What I song. found is that it was a fictional shooting. There was not, it was not based on an actual shooting. Interesting. Members of the Al Capone Now we're going with my answer. We have, <laughs> <them> both <laughs> we have conflicting <laughs> histories here. I know there was issue taken because there was no east side of Chicago, which is how the song opens up. That Chicago has three commonly referred to regions, the north side, the west side, and the south side. So Chicagoans right. were basically up in arms that this song, the, the writers well, would dare mention the east side of Chicago. At, and the, the songwriters defensively said, there's an east side of everywhere. <laughs> you know, that's, this, that's the, the journey song, Don't Stop Believing, when a kid is born in South Detroit. There so you go. No South Detroit. Similar. Uh, what else did you find about this one, Paulie? Um, it was uh, number one for exactly one week. Mm-hmm. 1974. On and it was a follow-up to another one we're going to do, I guess. Yes, by the same by band, the same, although I have yeah. a different version. I have a different so version the band of that is song. Paper Lace. Yes, Paper so Lace. British band. Who could forget Paper Lace? Ah, oh, they were too. I have all their albums. <laughs> Remember the Paper Lace Summer Variety Series? Ah, uh, yes. I made that I, up. I have a box set. <laughs> <laughs> I love their earlier work when they were still the doilies. There you go. <laughs> Paper Lace did send the song to Mayor Richard Daly, who was not impressed and greatly disliked it. Uh, he's quoted as saying, Paper Lace should go jump in the Chicago River. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this was about a uh, fictional shootout between the Chicago police and members of the Al Capone syndicate. It places here because of the line, uh, about 100 cops are dead. Yes. So uh, a lot of death in this one. Paul. Yes, sir. Paper Lace, the band in question, also recorded this next one on the list. Right. But here we're going uh, from 100 deaths uh, or more to just one. Well, they, the Paper Lace has the rare distinction of being a one-hit wonder in the U.S. and a two-hit wonder in the U.K. Uh-huh. So we jumped the gun there, but <laughs> I think Gilbert will guess this one. Okay. And this is not Paper Lace's version, although they did a single. Oh, Billy, don't be a hero. He's good. Yeah, that whistle is the dead giveaway. It sounds like the Air Force Marching Band or something. Like <laughs> <that's new. laughs> this is also 74. <laughs> Assumedly about the Civil War. And it goes downhill from there ah. as Billy is eventually killed in action. Ah. Do you remember, Gil? Yes. Yep. In a pitched battle after volunteering to ride out and seek enforcement. So, in fact, he was a hero. Yes. Now, so not he take was her a advice. hero, but... This song by Paper Lace was a hit in the UK, but not here. Why was it not a hit for Paper Lace here? I don't know, Paul. Well, Elucidate would you like me, me to tell you? <laughs> Please. Yes. Because in the US, it was... Aced out by the version by Bo Donaldson and the Haywoods. Which is the version we just heard. So there you go. But the same songwriters of The Night Chicago Died, uh, Peter Callender and Mitch Murray. 
Same guys. Both songs. Both songs released in the same year. Yet two Jeez. different. Yet two different bands. Wow. Confusing. So they are. Very. They are sort of forever paired. Now, now I always get it confused with uh, the Saint Valentine's. Al, uh, Al Capone's. Yes, that was an Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Al Pacino. <laughs> Al Pacino yeah. And I think Arnold Stang. Yeah. Yeah. Was well, Arnold Stang involved in the same thing? He had the other I didn't realize. Yes. Uh, apparently pa- parodied in uh, Some Like It Hot. Yes, by the yes. Way. But uh, the same uh, Nehemiah Persoff. And George Rath. Who is, I think Nehemiah Persoff is still alive. I think alive. he's like 102 or yeah. 101. I think Amazing. he's up in the sort of uh, Olivia de Havilland uh, great character rent district. Uh, apparently Capone's men only killed seven of Bugs Moran's gang members. Um, as I said before, the, the uh, so the night Chicago died. It must died have been a hell of a disappointment. Is fictional, <laughs> I tells you. Billy, don't be a hero. Yeah, Bo Donaldson and the Haywoods. Uh, it reached number one in the singles ch- uh, paper paper laces version, as Paul pointed out. Reached number one. Uh, also did well in Australia, but got aced out by uh, by Bo Donaldson and the Haywoods. So a website called All Music does a thing where they say this song and this artist is like these other ones. Mm-hmm. So their list of other ones, some of these I don't know so well, but Mungo Jerry, do you remember? Sure, what in the summertime. In oh, the summertime. Sh- yep. The Partridge Family, and somebody here named Ron Dante is listed on this. Ron Dante. Wow. That name who, rings who, who a bell. Be? <laughs> Ron Dante. Ron Dante sang Sugar Sugar on this very That's song, right. on this very That's podcast right. with Gilbert go. Gottfried. Yeah, uh, the monkeys. The monkeys have also been. Various monkeys mm, have been on We've had podcast. two monkeys. <laughs> Despite the song's popularity, it was voted number eight, Gilbert, on Rolling Stones Magazine's reader poll of the ten worst songs of ah. the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered where you were going with A lot of these death songs seem to show up on worse songs <laughs> list. Okay, so we talked about Shannon, which was a dead dog. How about a dead horse? Okay. Does this ring a bell, Gilbert? Well, let's not beat it. Okay. I'm beating it now. <laughs> Dara's got to know this one. Dara's going to yell the answer. Oh, oh, God. This God. is a song David Letterman he became obsessed with. from yellow. On a dark Grab a mic. Tell us what it was. I don't know how. I know it. Michael Martin Wildfire. Right, you both got it together. Fire. That was beautiful. That was romantic. She yelled Michael Murphy. He yelled Wildfire. But never yell Wildfire, Gilbert, in a crowded podcast studio. I have no idea what this song is about, but I put it on the list. There's some mystery. There, yeah, it's uh, there's been different interpretations. Uh, Michael Martin Murphy mm-hmm. uh, was not raised on a ranch or as a cowboy or anything, but he did do some of that later in life, I think recreationally. Um, but he said wildfire led him down all sorts of paths, uh, and uh, his it came from a dream, a dream of riding a magic horse, and even he doesn't know exactly. <laughs> but it's a, it's essentially about a young woman who died searching for her escaped pony. Correct. Ah, you got that, Gilbert? Okay. During a blizzard, which he refers to as uh, sod busting. No, no. He <laughs> refers to... Let me rephrase that. She died during a blizzard. The homesteader hopes to catch up with the ghost mounted on her pony. This is one of those I uh, sorry I yeah, asked. She, she dies and apparently is replaced by a ghost that keeps riding the horse. That's like, thank you, Michael. Yeah, yeah, with uh, with them to escape from and farming, which he calls sod busting. Michael, Michael Murphy. Murphy. Michael, but it's a three. Michael, Michael Martin, Martin Murphy. 
Michael yeah. Martin Murphy, peanuts and a prize. That's <laughs> what you get from Cracker Jacks. <laughs> 1975. That may be the best explanation of what this song that is. That sums it up. <laughs> I can't add to that except to say that in, 19, in 2007, David Letterman developed a sudden fascination with the song Wildfire, <laughs> discussing it and his lyrics, particularly the line about leaving sod busting behind with band leader Paul Schaefer, our pal Paul, over the course of several weeks, which ultimately led to Murphy being invited on the show to perform Wildfire. So there you go. <laughs> Letterman always found the song haunting and disturbingly mysterious. I think that was Gilbert's movie. review. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I believe it's about a, a ghost, the ghost of this young girl. Ghost of Christmas past. Riding this horse. <laughs> right. But who the hell knows? 1975. It's I think, a good song. Yeah, I think it deserves a... Uh, Inclusion Absolutely. in Death Songs of the Absolutely. 70s. Now, here's one that makes no bones about it okay. because there's a suicide plan right in the first, in the, in the first <laughs> 25 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> so, okay, Frank. Oh, everyone knows this. Yeah. Was that Gilbert O'Sullivan? There he is. And in a little while from now, if I'm not feeling any less sour, I promise myself to change myself and visit a nearby town. And climbing to the top, I'll throw myself off in an effort to make it clear to who, whatever, what it's like when you're shattered. You're shattered. Standing in the dirt in the church <laughs> Some of those lyrics were right. <laughs> were Do you know that I found out that Gilbert O'Sullivan yes. is coming to New York City. Darry, you might find this interesting. He has not performed here in 30 years, and he's coming to perform at... Uh, the Suicide Convention. No. Yes. <laughs> at the Depression si Con. At the City Winery. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I already, I already and, bought my tickets. And he also, Gilbert O'Sullivan also sang... You give me the creeps when you yeah. hop up on your feet. So get, get down, down, get down, get, get down. down. That's right. He had a lot of hits. You're a bad dog, baby, but I still want you around. Very good. Once upon a time, <laughs> we drank a little wine. Was as happy as can be, happy as can be. Now I'm just like a cat on a hot tin roof. Baby, what do you think you're doing to me? That's it. Very good. <laughs> I have the single. I love it. How long is this podcast? The single was on MAM Records, Gilbert. Blue label. Now, now I sound like Daniel Stern. Interesting, interesting fact. Yeah. He was born Raymond Edward O'Sullivan. Yes. Like, like Gilbert, he was Irish and English. Uncle Ray is the yes. giveaway. Uh, but, he, but he, Raymond Edward O'Sullivan, he chose the name Gilbert. To sound a little more musical. To sound a little more musical. Gilbert O'Sullivan. So he had go. a sense of it's humor. A, it's, a, it's an honor to you. It's the only way I can see it. See? Yeah, yeah. that yeah. is. You, maybe <laughs> you have a shot at doing a duet with him when he comes oh, in July. Oh, would be great. <laughs> Imagine. Gil, you could do Claire. Remember Claire? Claire. That was his song. The moment I'm with I'm sorry you, I, I brought swear. it up. <laughs> it touches me something so rare. Close. It had to be you. Then, oh. Yeah. And now in an effort to babysit, yeah. 
That's Catches the one. Catches my breath, the one is left of it. You could be murder at this hour of the day. But and in the morning, morning the sun will seem a lifetime away. Oh, Claire. Oh, this hour will seem a lifetime Claire. away. Claire was actually his manager's <laughs> child, his manager's young daughter. I don't think that's the one. I think it was a different Claire, pretty sure. Well, when she says, <laughs> I, want, when she says I want to marry you, Uncle Ray, is the dead giveaway that he that he's using his real name. Oh, okay. Ray O'Sullivan. Sullivan. Uh, yep, those were his hits. Andy Williams covered this on his 1972 album Alone Again Naturally. Why did he? Why he named his album now, after in, after uh, Gilbert O'Sullivan's song? In, Gil, Shirley Bassey covered it, and Nina Simone of all people. Okay, here's 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 a stump Gilbert one maybe. In total U.S. sales for 1972, big record. <clears throat> it was topped by only one record. In, in the year in, 1972? In the year 1972, sales, U.S. sales in 1972, it was the number two selling record. The first record was... Wow, I'm trying to think now of 1972. What the Both big... songs were nominated for a Grammy, a Song of the Year, and Record of the Year. Was it The Morning After from The no, Poseidon Adventure? No, Give me a hint. Uh, Roberta Flack. Oh, was it? it was the first time ever, <laughs> the I, first saw time ever I saw your face. Your face. Yes. That's, that's, a that's wonderful quite a yeah. hint. That's a a big hint. Uh, It was a big, big hit. Went to number one. Gilbert, you you astound me. Yes. You know your suicide songs. I'm going to do a one-man show as Gilbert Gilbert O'Sullivan. Gilbert Gilbert does Gilbert. (laughs) Gilbert does Gilbert. I would live. Gilbert does Gilbert every night. I should be so lucky. Dara, maybe he'd be crazy enough to come on with us in July. He's very shy. I understand he's a very uh, he's a very withdrawn. Do we know where he lives. Introverted, live? frequently fellow. alone again. Yeah. Naturally, we will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast after this. Uh, here, here's another one, Gil. You'll like this one from 1976, and this one has a whole lot of death. Oh, in it. So, Frank, what do you got? Oh, uh, Barry Fitzgerald? The wreck of the Barry Fitzgerald. <laughs> 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 Barry Fitzgerald. <laughs> 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 oh, boy, oh, boy. No, I, I think it's the wreck of the author's shield. The elephant, Cheryl. The great Gordon Lightfoot. With the load of iron ore, 26,000 tons more than the Edmund Fitzgerald weighed empty. That good ship and true was a bone to be chewed when the gales of November came early. Remember this song? Dara loves this song. She's mouthing. Coming back from some mill in Wisconsin. As the big freighters go, it was bigger than most. With a crew and good captain, well seasoned. Concluding some terms with a couple of steel firms when they left fully loaded for Cleveland. Then later that night, when the ship's bell rang, could it be the north wind they'd been feeling? Anyway, it goes on, and it goes on. It's a story song based on a real maritime disaster. When when was the last time they had a story song? Oh, God, they don't do them anymore. 
I'd have to think about that. You mean the last one that charted? Yeah. I'd have to think I about think that. I think Keisha's Milkshake was the last <laughs> Keisha's yeah, I don't big, think so. <laughs> big story song. I don't think so. It was a tale of how the boys come to the yard. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to add on this in case anybody has any doubts about the origin of this song. Go, buddy. I'm from Michigan. I've seen Gitchy Gumi. I've seen Whitefish Bay. I've seen the Maritime Sailors Cathedral. Were you? A, it's all true. Were you a create a technical uh, uh, consultant uh, uh. on this song? Well, I I was preparing for the podcast. Very actually. good. Uh, Very good. Deliver. What can you tell us about the actual disaster of the Edmund Fitzgerald uh, on nineteen uh, November tenth, nineteen seventy five? That inspired this song. Well, uh, Gordon Lightfoot read an article in Newsweek. He did about this and decided he would. Uh, I don't. It, it's it's unlike his other songs in terms of the story song. So it's hard to know what prompted him exactly to do it. But it's a hell of a good song. Well, it's funny, Gilbert, that you mentioned story songs because all of these. Because I, I looked, I was looking up death songs. I did a lot of research on this, and I found things like "Spirit in the Sky," "When I oh, Die," and they lay yes. me rest, which is a death song, but it's just about death. It's just yeah, about yeah. it's just about welcoming death. But these, the ones I chose, are all narratives. They're all story songs. Billy, don't be a hero. And the night Chicago died. They're all uh, wildfire. Uh, Wreck of the Edmund yeah, like, Fitzgerald. Well, like what? Run, what, Joey, run. What's his name with you know the the cab song? Oh, Taxi. Harry yeah, Chapin. Yeah. Harry Chapin. That, there must that, be uh, one of that. He always did those. Uh, yeah. I mean that, that's songs. interesting. That I mean, do all we, of them. There must be some. There must run, be Joey, some more reason than that. Uh, even seasons in the sun. Yeah, is American Pie has some death in it. Yeah, and is certainly the the granddaddy of the story songs. Do what we the other ones there, we did? Well, Blind more, Man and the Bleachers. Are there any more story songs in the last decade? Even uh, we can we'll throw that out to our listeners. Yeah, uh, that's to, a great just one. a stumper. We'll also throw out to our listeners death songs. Suggest them. Um, <laughs> I have a backup list here too. An honorable mention. But but by all means, send us your own list. It seemed to be a thing in the 1960s and 70s, too. Yeah. That doesn't happen a lot anymore. The wreck of the Barry Fitzgerald. And then <laughs> Jim, Jim Croce used to write. Jim Croce yeah. was a master yeah. of story songs. Yep. Sure. Rapid Roy, that stock car boy. So I've got a I've got an odd fact about Gordon Lightfoot. Yes, it doesn't really have anything to do Still with the with song. Us. But uh, he, for three years uh, in the seventies, he had a, a relationship while he was married. Had a relationship with Kathy Evelyn Smith. Does that ring a bell? Who was Kathy Evelyn Smith? She was one of Charlie's Angels. She admitted she injected John Belushi with uh, heroin and cocaine. Yes. Oh, well, that's she, a sad she spent, piece of I trivia. I think she spent three wow. three years in prison. You brought the show down, Paul. Right. You well, brought I, the show to a screeching halt. I've done I, it before. To, to me, it was the best part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I always loved about this song that he just gave up rhyming after yeah. a while. And he says, and he rhymes the couplet, uh, fellas, uh, it's the Jeff says at some point in the song, fellas, it's too rough to feed you. And he rhymes that with the line, it's been good to know you. Yeah. So at a, at a certain point in telling the story, well, creative license, there was no no longer a need I mean, for him actually to rhyme way. the lyrics. They were halfway underwater by that point anyway. How so, many yeah. people pe- were making light of this, but how many people perished on the Edmund Fitzgerald? It was yeah, a pretty Barry Fitzgerald. 20, 20, 29. 29 times. It's in the lyrics yeah, of the, the song. Crew, right, the bell, the, the the bell, bell rang 29 times. The wreck times. of the Sid Melton. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! That one's for you, Gino. I just thought listening. of a former guest who I think wrote a lot of story songs. Paul Williams, another one. Rupert Holmes. I oh, Rupert He's Holmes. Even sang some of them with Gilbert. Ooh. Yeah. What did What did Jimmy Rupert? Webb? Jimmy Webb. Yeah. Right. Kind sure. of Wichita lineman. Yeah, Wichita that, lineman. That by the, was by the time still. I get to MacArthur, yeah, well, Park. MacArthur Park is certainly when Jimmy yeah. Webb was here. 
and he revealed that a cake <laughs> melting in the rain yeah. was a piece of cake. You're still not over melting. that, are you? Yeah, yeah no. I thought, because yeah. everyone thought this is such a deep line. They went outside for lunch and took a piece of cake with yeah. them and it started to rain. Yeah, they didn't want to eat it. They yeah. they had a few bites so, and, and it started he, raining. He well, tells people that and they don't believe him. I miss, I miss story songs. I miss them. If, if anybody uh, can mention any story songs oh. written or released in the last uh, 15, and, and 20 what's years. what's his name? Uh, 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 diner. Uh, not the diner. Uh, uh, Arlo Guthrie. Oh, Arlo oh, Guthrie. Sure. Yeah, he specialized yeah. in those. Yeah. Sure. Also, City of New Orleans. City yeah. of oh, New yes, Orleans, yes. which wasn't written by him. Billy Joel had some kind of story. He sure did. Yeah. Piano Man is yeah. a story song. Story, Piano Man, definitely. And Sue Studio from Phil Collins. I beg your pardon? You just have to know <laughs> what I he's don't know about, about that. <laughs> I think you're stretching the truth there. Here are some honorable mentions uh, for the death list. Fire and Rain. Fire and Rain. Oh. James Taylor, about the death of his childhood friend. Um, David Bowie's Space Oddity. About a man oh, stranded in space yeah, yeah, and he, presumed excellent. dead. Presumed dead, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, Rod Stewart's Killing of Georgie. Um, that's a sad one. Elton John's Candle in the Wind, I think got a mention last week. And and Don McLean's Vincent, two death songs about oh, fam- the death yeah. of famous yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I have to mention our friend Rupert Holmes. He was just brought up. The song Timothy by the boys, which we asked uh, Rupert about, which is a cannibalism song. Oh, so, uh, no, that's uh, right. Yeah. Certainly <laughs> about death. We now, could, <laughs> there was that song, like kind of a novelty song, that was, uh, was it a boy, na- a girl named, a boy named Sue? Yeah, Shel Silverstein. Yeah, yeah. but not yeah, a death yeah, song. J- Johnny yeah. Cash saying It wasn't the, a death song, but it was a story, story song. Yeah, yeah definitely. A boy named Sue, for sure. I just With thought a, of a slightly modern story song. Pearl Jam Jeremy? That's kind of a. Yeah, it's kind I of I don't know anything too. recorded after 1990. Yeah. Uh, I can't help you. The kid in, kid, kid in school who blows up in the oh, classroom yeah. one day. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. And that was before it was cool. That's, what, is, what year is that? That had to be 90s. 90s, sometime 90s. in the 90s. A long time ago. Think, yeah. Here's some mentions from the 60s, Gilbert. You wanted to bring up Ode to Billy Joe yes. uh, by Bobby. I almost yes. said Ode to Billy Joel. Ode to Billy Joe <laughs> by Bobby Gentry. Um, in the Ghetto. Elvis' oh, song oh, God, written by Mac right. Davis ends with the death of a, of a young boy, which is very who, who sad. Who is that written by? Mac Davis. Mac Davis. Um, one from Tom Jones. Do you know The Green, Green Grass of Home? Uh-huh. Which is ri- a song about a guy on death row. Heartbreaking. Yeah. Uh, it was a country hit that Tom Jones covered. And the Bee Gees, I've Just Gotta Get a Message to You, also a death row song. Oh. Yeah. Very sad. The Bee Gees like to do sad songs before they discover disco. Right. I started a joke. This one and New York Mining Disaster are pretty depressing songs. It started New York Mining Disaster. The whole there you go. <laughs> right now, there's a neurologist in in Ohio with a boner. <laughs> I thought I'd we'd go out on this one because it's appropriate. And uh, this was written. This is seventy songs, nineteen seventy three. Written by Alan O'Day, who wrote one of my favorite 70s pop yeah. songs, Undercover Angel. Oh, Remember okay. that one? Uh, and Johnny Stevenson. And this this basically was a uh, sort of a death anthem. Let me see if you know this one, Gilbert. Love that big band sound. Oh, yeah. That baritone saxophone. Ah, I love it. This skill? Oh, they must have been one hell of a band. <laughs> yeah, the Righteous <laughs> Brothers. If 
They go through tributes to artists. Oh, okay, that's right. Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin. You know this one, Heather? She's shaking her head. Nope. Jim Morrison. Yeah. We mentioned, uh, uh, this is uh, uh, too obvious already, uh, Abraham, Martin, and John. Oh, oh there we go. That would have counted. That yeah. would have been a That's major a- death song. 60s. Yeah. 60s. I was doing 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, honorable mention. The uh, Honorable mention. Right, <laughs> <laughs> Tell us something about rock and roll the, heaven The Righteous we Brothers were not the first to record it. The first band to record it was Climax. Yes. And that record went nowhere, but what record for Climax did well, do well? My prom theme, Precious and Few. Precious, your prom oh, theme, Precious. Yep, you bet. Yeah. No, and I, I was not in my prom in 1972, the year it came out. It was, it was a holdover. <laughs> <laughs> not quite that old. <laughs> and there's a Bee Gees song. It has nothing to do with death, but it, I, I, it seems like one of those more obscure ones. Everything's happening at the turn of the century. There you go. Why yeah. would you bring up a song that was on point? Ah, yes. Or on story. <laughs> yeah. Go back to the go back to the wreck of the Ed, the Barry Fitzgerald. <laughs> Barry Fitzgerald. I'm waiting for him to say, "Can we call Bill Marks back?" I got another uh, question. Exactly. <laughs> he, he might. He might. There were other many versions of this song uh, over the years. It was updated. Uh, Elvis Presley, John Lennon, and Keith Moon were added to it. The then Roy Orbison, Jackie Wilson, Ricky Nelson, and so on and so forth. And the wreck of the Nat Pendleton. Oh, that was a sad. <laughs> that was a sad event. The USS Nat Pendleton. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gottfried. Okay. I got nothing else for you. Uh, this has been uh, Gilbert and Frank's Amazing Colossal Obsessions, and we mourn the dead, uh, who was beaten to death early this morning with a blunt object. Well, you know, you know, there's only one good thing. Now I'll be able to see Julie Andrews in the hereafter. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be a beautiful 1970s-style song written in his honor. <laughs> about the, the death the death of Raybone. We have Vicky Carr working on it. <laughs> Colossal Obsessions.